How about this fucking team right here? Dustin Brown, short-handed for LA. Score! Here is Galagoski. He gets leveled at the blue line by Dowdy. Food for it, cheer for uh, Kind of like it. Richard throws it in front. Carlo scores! Well done, boy. There's some swagger. Push on to shove. We're going to get it done. This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. Hey everybody, welcome to the Thanks Bud post-game podcast for the playoffs. So excited to be able to say, Kings win 5-4 in overtime. They are going to the Stanley Cup final again for the th- second time in three seasons. Diane, are you alive? I am so like physically and emotionally drained that I will tentatively say, yes, I'm alive, but I feel like I should be checked out by a medical professional tomorrow. Same. I need to see a doctor immediately because I'm worried about the state of my heart. But for now, I'm feeling so good. So even if I am dead and talking to everyone as a ghost, I just want you to know that life was great. And I'm really appreciative of Mr. Game 7, Justin Williams, and also Blackhawks killer Tyler Toffoli. I love everyone. Um, I'm so like pumped up with adrenaline, a, a little bit less so now, but like immediately after the game, I was like, yeah, I should definitely drive from Santa Barbara down to the airport. That sounds like a reasonable thing to do when I have to come back here uh, to go to work tomorrow morning because I just want to like hug Kings fans and like, you know, hang out with everyone. I am so unbelievably excited about what just happened here. I don't, I like don't know what to do (laughs) with myself right now. This game, I feel like at some point I will make myself rewatch it because even though it was one of those things, I feel like this about a lot of this series, even though I could recognize that it was very competitive and a lot of it was very interesting, it's hard to be like sort of the casual spectators who are just like, oh, this is great, where I'm like everything that happens feels like it's stabbing me in the heart. Yeah, every single, like, oh, why can't this series last forever? Like, let's do seven overtimes. I'm like, no, you're garbage. I do not want this because then I will have literally died. Because yeah. I'm like, good for you for being an impartial fan of this series. I get that it's a very good series. It's very exciting. This is, it's very taxing. It's very physically taxing and emotionally taxing for me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it has taken years off of my life, but that's fine. I feel good about it. Yeah, no, I feel great. Like, that's fine. If this sends me to an early grave, cool. How did you feel? Well, I guess let's just do it in stages. So how did you feel (laughs) early in the game when they went down to nothing? I was fine with that because then I was thinking of their 2-6 game. So I was like, yeah, cool. And I actually, I think I told you this, that I like, it's horrible. I like the way the Kings play when they're down. Like, I always think that it's better if the other team scores first in a game. Kind of just so that everyone knows, like, where, like, the playing field, like, what's going, what's going down. So when they went down 2-0, I wasn't totally, like, out of it at all, because I just kept thinking of the fact that last time they came back to, like, score six. So who cares? I I was not worried, weirdly, especially that first goal. Like, I wasn't worried about the goal itself. Um, I even said to you, like, we were talking on IM, and the only thing I was worried about is that during that stretch where those two goals were scored, the Kings had managed to get hemmed in in their zone a lot more. And so I was like, please don't let that be something that continues. But then they turned it around and picked up, you know, the advantage in possession and whatnot still. So I was like, fine, they have a chance. And of course, obviously, it wasn't just like smooth sailing through the rest of the game. But I was like, as long as they stay competitive and continue to get scoring chances and to shoot pucks at the net, they have an opportunity to do something great in this game. And they did maintain possession for the majority of this game. And that is amazing. They played 
pretty much as well as they did in Game 6, but this time they managed to get enough bounces to come out with a win, and I can't be mad at anything. Finally, like, Corsi wins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Finally, Corsi that wins. Felt, that felt nice. Um, that first Jeff Carter goal was fantastic for me. One, I was yelling. I, I mean, I don't know if anyone else has, like, spent as much time obsessing about the fact that Mike Richards called Jeff Carter, like, just a single-sport athlete. But I have, so the fact that he baseballed that puck in was really funny to me. And, you know, it also happened to have the their deficit, so that was also great, but, you know, for me personally. In case anybody doesn't know what that reference is, it's from an old video with Mike Richards and Cabby Richards, where Cabby asks something about Jeff, and Mike says, I think he's kind of, or he asked them about, I think basketball, because they're at a basketball game, right? And he says, um, I don't think Jeff is a multi-sport athlete, which is like one of the most hilarious <laughs> comments I've heard Mike Richards make. But tonight, Jeff Carter with a little baseball, also reminiscent of something that Justin Williams did earlier in the season, uh, or twice, actually actually, because he did it in the playoffs, too. But my favorite will still be the one against uh, Varlamov, where the puck was already in his glove, bounces out, and Justin Williams bats it in. Yeah. That's going to be the best baseball goal, but this can take second place. It was it was really good, and I'm glad he could get a point in this game, because just to f- stay on Jeff Carter and Mike Richards for another moment, like I'm excited that they finally have won against Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane in a playoff series. It's taken them three tries, but third time turns out to be the charm. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited that they are no longer haunted by those their two faces. Yeah. <laughs> finally, they can rest easy. Ugh. Uh, so yeah, during the second period, Tyler Toffoli gets a goal, and the interesting thing about that is I'm pretty sure it was in a situation where Daryl Sutter had put Jarrett Stoll on the ice to take the face off, and then Toffoli gets the goal. So it was like, through most of the series and through most of the playoffs, like people have talked about the fact that Daryl Sutter hasn't done a whole lot of matchup type of things, trying to match lines or pick out particular situations. But tonight he did do some line juggling. He did set up instances like that where he was like, all right, let me put out somebody like in the uh, ozone like who is the best at winning faceoffs you got Jared Stoll he does the job Tyler Toffoli ends up making a goal happen out of it and then also Daryl Sutter shortened the bench he pretty much rolled three lines um Trevor Lewis and Kyle Clifford barely played in this game uh yeah for all of two minutes ish two minutes and change for Clifford and five minutes and change for Trevor Lewis and as much as I love them both that was probably for the best Trevor Lewis, especially because he had a terrible couple of games prior to this. And then tonight, while he was on the ice, he managed to be on ice for three shots for, or shot attempts for, and ten against. So that's bad. Um, Similarly, Kyle Clifford was on ice for no shot attempts for in his almost three minutes of play, but ten against. So probably the right call to just mostly take them out of the game. Um, meanwhile, though, like Mike Richards wasn't. At one point, he was switched to be on a line with Carter, and then uh, Sutter was playing to Foley and Pearson sort of interchangeably for a little while. So yeah, definitely some movement. And But you know, luckily, it worked out for the Kings. They did really well overall. Um, yeah, overall, you mean that the fact that they won this game? Yeah, I think they're fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy with that outcome, is what I'm saying. And Mary Gavrick, uh, with an important tying goal. Can we say, I mean, we've said it before, but let's just say it again. So I think the Kings won this trade. I don't care who that, like, future prospect is or who that, like, pick is or whatever. I think the Kings won this trade. 
they did so well. Also, I just want to just like egg all on the face of every per- every person who said after that Gabrick trade that it wasn't going to be enough to help the Kings beat teams like the Sharks, like the Ducks, like the Blackhawks. Guess what? They've beat all of them. I've I've like oh, I'm glad that I'm by myself right now because I would be just so smugly gross to any Blackhawks fans base right now. For me, that is my family. <laughs> and so far, I have restrained myself. I have not been that person. But I might give in. I don't know. I'm still sort of debating. Do I just kill them with being more gracious than they would have been to me and were in, you know, when this happened last year and the Kings lost? Or do I stoop to their level? It's kind of a toss-up. Maybe tonight I'll be the bigger person and then tomorrow rub it in their face. Maybe I'll make them listen to this podcast. That might be the best way. Just make it like uh, the playback on, like, have them call you to be like, oh, I need to talk to you. Give me a call. And then just make it like a playback ringtone. <laughs> right, yeah. Just force them to listen <laughs> to all of the great things about the Kings. Yes. I'm going to change my voicemail message right now. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I have been, I've been abandoning all of my, like, friends just being like, sorry, I only care, like, I love you as a friend. I only care about the Kings right now. So everyone that I know for the most part have just been texting me, uh, Kings in all caps. So thank you. <laughs> my grandmother called me just after the game to ask if I was okay. <laughs> I am okay, Grandma. Thanks, Thanks for looking out, Grandma. Oh, yeah. What an emotional night. What an intense game. And in a way, it sort of feels like we should have anticipated not only a Game 7, but for it to go into overtime again. Um, I'm glad that the Kings came out on the winning side of it, obviously. I am so happy whether even – I don't know. It seems like – the goal might be to Foley's that was the game winner, or maybe it's still Alec Martinez's. It's not really set in stone at the moment. I believe during the broadcast it was switched to Toffoli, but right now the box score still says Martinez. We'll see. If it's Alec Martinez's, or even if he just has the assist on it, like, that's awesome. Because, I mean, Alec Martinez obviously had, was great down the stretch, and then I think for him to have a moment like this in a series this big and important, I just feel so happy for that guy. To be involved. On the broadcast earlier, they were talking about how they had interviewed him earlier, and he was just, like, being extremely hard on himself for missing that wraparound goal from the last game. And so he kind of, like, you know, wanted to uh, to redeem himself. Um, I think you redeem yourself, bud. Yeah, you got it now. I, th- I think good. you got You're good. <laughs> Nicely done. Even though he had redeemed himself in that game because he had scored a goal. But um, I'm glad I'm glad that they, you know, always want to raise their game and find ways to be better. They had to come from behind four times tonight, and they managed to do that. And then the one time they had a lead, they won the series. Justin Williams being great as usual, and everyone pointing out the weird, like, Illuminati-type things with uh, <laughs> the fact that number 14 scored, what was it, his, like, 14th point? Is that what it was? I think so, yeah. Four, number 14 scoring his 14th point in overtime. Or like, or it was like Mr. Game Seven scoring his seventh goal in seven playoff like Game Sevens or whatever. It's like, <laughs> all right, intense. I mean, Mr. Game Seven for life now. Really, I, that like that seals it, right? It has to. Yeah, I mean, if he, the only thing that would have been better is if he had actually scored that goal, or if that would have like completed a hat trick or something like that. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the the Game Seven moniker still still rings true. He can still yeah. wear wear that name tag with pride. 
It's still pretty epic. I And that's why, also, I want them to really actually definitively give Tyler Toffoli that goal, because now, you know, once it happened, I was like, I can't think of anything more perfect. Like, Justin Williams, Alec Martinez, a Tyler Toffoli Blackhawks killer, like, in on the series winner, that's that's exactly right. That's how it should be. <laughs> oh, God, if only. I mean, how many more times can I watch that goal? How many more times can I watch that celebration? And we and we were talking about this. Like I know not no disrespect to the Rangers at all, but this I like I emotionally I feel like this is the final. Yeah. I keep forgetting that there's an, that there's another game, that there's more after this that I should be worried about because this was just this was just too much, you guys. This I feel like the entire playoffs has been so intense this season or this postseason that yeah it almost I almost feel like relieved that like oh they get to play in the Stanley Cup final how nice (laughs) and relaxing (laughs) I'm sure I won't feel that once the games are happening but right now I'm feeling pretty good like a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders oh I absolutely felt like a well that's for like half a second I felt like a weight has was lifted off my shoulders but then I was just like overcome with emotion and feelings and my heart was still beating way fast um, with the fact that they won that, you know, I, my body is just like in flux right now. Yeah. I'm really excited about my appetite coming back because it was rough today. I didn't have very much to eat and I should probably get on that. I had a pregame in and out like a good Californian should, um, and then forgot to eat for the rest of the day. So we were both talking about how after this, we're going to have some celebration food. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so many other records tonight, obviously, they won on their Game 7, so they're the first team in history to ever do that, to win three Game 7s, eight, to play that many games in the postseason in the first three rounds, and also win all of them. They're the first team to ever do that. That's crazy. I'm so excited that it happened. Are you? Because I'm feeling hurt that we had to go through three Game 7s. I am stoked. I mean, I, I mentioned this on Twitter the other day, but like I made that joke like early, like, the 2012 run was so easy. Like, obviously, this run would have to be the most difficult thing ever, and they're going to go to seven games in every round. And it's emotionally draining, but also at the same time, it feels awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. I'm glad that uh, we were talking last uh, last game about how um, the other team, like one of the other teams that had to play like in a third game seven and lost was the 1993 Toronto Maple Leafs. So mm-hmm. good job Kings for not, yeah. you know, failing here. Thank you for, yeah, not messing that up. Thank you for not blowing a three, one series lead, even though it wouldn't have really been a collapse. Cause they played really well in five game in, in games five, six and seven, but still it's nice not to even have to think about that. I am however, excited to see the 1 million replays of Jonathan Quick's ugly gaff um goal no. against <laughs> during the home opener no. for this season <laughs> when the rangers series no. is talked about. We, we had to see that in person and we were already just so it was just agonizing i like i still remember like i can't believe that this is one of those things where it's like i'll always remember like what i was doing is that we were both <laughs> sitting in we were sitting in the lower bowl at the stable center 
And I have just, like, thrown myself, like, everyone's hands are just around their mouths, just being like, I can't, I can't believe that just happened. And I look over and you're just, like, head and knees. It was the worst thing to see. I don't, I mean, we talked about it on the podcast back then. I don't know how many people were listening. I should probably go back and re-listen to it just to really sink into the emotions (laughs) of that time. But I'm sure it will be played a number of times uh, before game one of the Stanley Cup final. Because they're going back to Stanley Cup final. Just a reminder. During that entire intermission, I think we just said, "I can't believe that that just happened." <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we. I can't believe that that happened, and that's all it was for like the entire intermission. I feel like that was everybody in Staples. Like, wow. Um, I would not like them to redo that opener, but I would like them to redo their game at Frozen Fury. Oh yeah, against the Rangers. True. That outcome was cool. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, that was the other thing. I forgot about that. The Kings and, well, I mean, technically, so the Rangers were the first team that the Kings played, both in the preseason um, and, and then at home, not necessarily in their actual regular season, but definitely in the preseason. They were the first team that they played for 2013-14, and now they're going to be the last team they play, and they won at Frozen Fury. Hopefully they can win in the final. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. I'm actually, I'm pretty excited about this Rangers final. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I mean, I'll be more excited at the end of like the first game or like tomorrow, but right now I'm just still like the Kings beat the Blackhawks. Like, you know, it's revenge for what happened last year. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like I can't even think about the final quite yet. Just an update because now I am looking at extra skater and stats and stuff. The series finished and It is still true that neither Jonathan Quick nor Corey Crawford finished above (laughs) 900 save percentage. And now Quick has to face Blunquist. Yeah, who has been amazing through these playoffs. So a rough time for both uh, Quick and Crawford. It's going to be very interesting. Like People have talked about like how they think the Western Conference, whoever came out of it, was just going to steamroll over New York. And the reason why that's not necessarily true is because of the fact that both goaltenders in this series weren't so hot. So it's going to be a, a real challenge, I think, for Jonathan Quick. But at the same time, as the Kings have proven, they're a strong team right now. And they're also very resilient, even when they do lose games. So I think it'll be interesting, that series. I'm so excited for them. I'm so happy. I think they can do it. I'm bummed that it wasn't 7-3. Oh, I know. <laughs> that was a bummer. Oh, but, well. I mean, you know, I'll take this too. Yeah. Or what I, But what I did say, though, was that it reminded me of the one game that the Kings won in the United Center last uh, last regular season when it was like back and forth throughout the game and then Dustin Brown had the game winner with like a minute and a half left. It was a lot like that game and that game also ended 5-4 Kings so um, I don't mind that bit of history repeating and you know where they went the day after that game? The White House. So can we <laughs> please just let this whole kind of metaphor narrative thing here happen? When the Kings beat the Blackhawks 5-4 the next day, cool things happen. <laughs> or like the following days, because now they're going to the Stanley Cup final, so you can't complain yeah. about that. Exactly. How fun. Like, now in in hindsight, this game was fun. <laughs> yeah, no, during it was, it was it, very fun. During it, was it was fun, but it was also, you know, horrible. Um, but now I'm just like, this is effing great. Yeah, it was a very intense game, and I felt like that about... 
most of the series, like, and, like, the game even that we went to, Game 3 at the Staples Center, a very good, exciting game, just if you're a fan of either of those teams or rooting for either one of these teams, stressful as hell at the same time. I have a question right now, based on the games that we have seen, I don't know if you can really pick one, I, I don't know, but... Con Smythe, people have mentioned, like, who is the MVP for the Kings team at this point? Do you have an idea of who you would pick? I would be kind of actually jazzed to see a defenseman get it, so I would be really jazzed to see Drew Doughty get it. Um, I think yeah. he's been phenomenal um, just in the way that he's played. Obviously, we love Andre Kopitar. I think he is absolutely deserving of it. Marion Gabrick has been great as well, but I mean, I think Kopitar deserves it more. Jeff Carter has been an absolute force. Um, but Dowdy's been pretty, like, solid and steady and, like, a good backbone. And I, I think that, I mean, if his play, especially against, like, Lundquist and kind of, like, making sure that Quick, you know, saves everything, amps up his defensive game even more. I mean, I feel like Dowdy could get it, too. I, I agree. I feel like if it, if you know, if this had been the final, the person who I think would be picked is Drew Dowdy. I, I agree. Like, you could make a case for a lot of forwards. Kopitar, Carter... Gabrick. I mean, a lot of guys have contributed a lot to these games. Tanner Pearson has been amazing in the playoffs, but I feel like come down to it, when you have to pick one person, you have to go with Drew Doughty here. I think he has been a key, very key component to how many of these games the Kings win or come close to winning. So I hope, and especially for a guy who right before the playoffs, everybody was like, his shoulder's injured. So if he's still playing with an injury, and I have no idea if he is, I amazing that he's able, you know, been able to play so well, even in those circumstances. Yeah, I'd be cool with Drew Doughty's smiling face uh, holding up a consmith. Man, what a series. That was great. I'm excited for this. Kings are swell. I'm stoked. I'm so happy. I can't wait to go into work tomorrow (laughs) and just beam at everybody. Yeah, I'm going to be the happiest person at work tomorrow. It's going to be fantastic. I guess we'll end it there until next time, because again, we're still here, part of this thing, have a reason (laughs) to keep recording podcasts about these games. So, until next time, which, in case you have already forgotten, will be game one of the Stanley Cup Final. Take care of yourselves, thanks for listening tonight, bask in your joy, and see you Wednesday. At home, because the Kings have home ice now. Yeah! That makes no sense. Oh, what, everything about tonight is so great. All right, (laughs) all right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.